0: Yo, what's up, people? This is Julian Lytle. Welcome to another Ignorant Bliss. This episode, uh, we have returning guest Ulysses Farinas. Um, In this one, we're talking about his new pre-order system that he made and some of his issues with the concepts behind comic distribution. Uh, People complain on the internet about people not pre-ordering books and why is it so hard and some of his... um, stuff being a publisher along with some new concepts and ideas he's putting out. It's just a fun conversation episode. Hope you enjoy it. You know how to find him um com. uh ulysses maybe f on Instagram. Um check my my show notes and the website and such for all the links. And you can, you can Google him. I'll keep it 100. You can Google him. He's, he's easily findable. He's easily searchable, man. He, he got a nice little bit of name out there in his comics, his comic stuff. I also want to let you guys know I started a companion podcast on the app, Bumpers. So it's a podcasting platform. It is also on iTunes. It's called Inner Bliss Quick Hit, in which I basically... um. Will We'll be doing my short reviews of things on so right now most of them are up are movie reviews the last one i did is for baby driver and i'll probably do reviews for like tv shows and some songs and albums and and tv shows and stuff like that and comics and when i do them something's real quick I want to put in and tag onto these episodes it's easily findable um it's also on google play music so I'm trying to add it to all the stuff, and yo, enjoy the episode. Yo, Pierre,
1: you want to come out here? <laughs> in New York, I'm rock yeah. I rock, hiding in my socks, yeah. running from an up, yeah. and I shoot at up, yeah. what? and I'm on the block, what? 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 and I'm on the block, what? in New York, I'm Selling every rock. In New
2: York, I've been in the rock. I didn't my side. You said, Savory rock. Running from a cop. Shooting at they up. Yo, Pierre, you want to come back?
3: Shooting at they up. Most people don't care no more. Like, here's the, the wrong cut. Yeah. Um uh, so Anyway, the. The and thing. I don't know. Like, have you seen that? that, uh, long, you know people do these long threads now on Twitter. What,
2: you mean the ones where they're, like,
3: uh... Some mega threads and shit? Mm, or, or well,
2: you're talking about the ones that, like, where people's like, you gotta do this, and you gotta do that, and you gotta... Yeah, like, I saw this I saw this thread, and it was just, like, why
3: Diverse Comics Fail. And I'm reading, it, and there's, like, some solid points in there, but I'm just, like... But it gets to a point where it just starts blaming the cu- like the customer hardcore, like, you really are the reason why these comics fail. Yeah. And I, I just can't get down with that. And to me, I'm just like, if I ever make a mistake in life, or if something doesn't go my way, the first person I, I hold responsible is myself. You know, like, if a comic doesn't sell, or I don't get to meet the people I want to meet, it's just like because I wasn't doing something enough, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's always a million different strategies I could have done differently. So I'm looking at this, and I'm like, that whole thing about pre ordering comics. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, talking to my girl. I'm just like, I have never and will never pre order a comic. I've never done that in my life. And I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm like, if I've never done it in my life, and I know a good amount of people in comics, you know, I know I have friends, you know, and I'm like, thinking, I'm like, do they do this? I'm pretty sure none of my friends do this either. They, no one, <laughs> no one printing out forms that like artists have put online, the creators have put online. Printing them out, filling them in, going to the local comic book shop and being like, hey, can I can I get this comic in three months? No one's doing that.
2: Yo, the weird thing about that is, my, my main thing with that whole process is this. That still leaves it up that the retailer has to remember. So you mm-hmm. the comic book, exactly. so you could go through all this, and I've seen it. I used to have, I used to be one of those people who bought like physical comics and where I like got like a pull list. Mm-hmm. And there's been it there was times where it's like yo, it's like you know I want this book. Like I asked you about this book, and then they for like oh my bad I forgot. I can like I'll I'll put it okay. on the next shipment, okay. and they go in that order. It's like, well, it's like two weeks. L- it might it might come like two weeks later. It's like. Yeah. I can steal that shit now. Like, <laughs> you know, like...
3: So it is. Like, I've done the same thing where I had told the comic shop, you I want this comic. I go there, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, we bought it, but we only bought three issues. I'm just like, okay, well, I guess next time, can you guys have it in? They're like, yeah, sure. I come next time. Nah, you know, sorry, we just bought, we just bought, like, two issues. I'm just like, the fuck am I coming here for then, you know? Like, <laughs> I've, gone, I've gone to the shop, like, two, three times, I'm like, I don't need to, it's like, it's a small little enjoyment, like a small, like, luxury of buying a $4 comic to read on the train home, and if I don't get it, I don't care, I don't care enough about reading any of these comics, that I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose sleep because it gets canceled, (laughs) like, Mm I'm not, not that important to me, in the grand scheme of life, this little comic getting canceled, I can give two fucks about, there's gonna be another one, you know? And I'm like, they saw all these moving parts for something that every other like industry has figured out for media that, you know, I can go right now and like buy a movie from my Xbox and not have to think about it.
2: Dude, I pre-order <laughs> games all the time from Amazon. I just hit the pre-order button and then I come, like a month or whatever, when it comes out, I look at my mailbox and I got a game.
3: Exactly. I he I could be comes. right now, I'm like, yo, I wanna watch John Wick 2, but I'm not actually gonna go to the theater, I can just hit pre order on my on my Xbox and I'm good.
2: Yeah, you go next you go come home and you will turn Xbox over and be like, Yo, John Wick is ready for you like oh
3: yeah <laughs> so, so if a creator is telling me that because they can't figure out how to change t- their industry to be as simple as that, that I'm responsible for their book failing me, I'm just like you are just gaslighting me. Mhm. They're just telling me some shit so I don't pay attention to the real problem, which is your own publisher, your own industry, doesn't give a fuck about these actual comics. You know, they don't want you to pay attention, like, oh, you know, let's blame everyone else for this comic not not succeeding. I'm just like, no, maybe the comic just doesn't deserve to succeed. If I care care about that product so much, I'm gonna go out of my way, like maybe making a pre-ordering site like I did for myself, to actually get it to people, because I care about my product that much that I'm gonna actually put it, try to put it out there in a different way.
2: Man, it's funny how you just use the logic of actual capitalism. Yes, <laughs> that's how it is. It's so funny, like you know how you can be on like one side and be like, you know, like capitalism has a lot of big problems, mm-hmm. but then when we have all these talking comics and we talk about simple business stuff simple business ideas, it's like mm-hmm. yo, I should pre-order a comic and it should come like yeah. like why? Like literally like, I don't even know what the hell happened to subscriptions
3: this is, that's the problem, it's like they, they use the language of capitalism all the time to hold people, to basically not compete and not innovate in their industry they say oh well the business, you know this is a business so if you're not pre-ordering it Sorry, if it's not making money, it's not gonna it's not gonna sell. I'm just like, uh, yeah. I'm sorry if you don't make your product available in an easy format. It's also not gonna sell. What is the bigger problem here?
4: Yeah, me, yeah,
3: You know, me going to the comic shop and not getting my book and not ordering ahead of time, or you just not making it easy to get your book. Like, sorry, that's you. You're the you're the manufacturer over here.
2: Yeah, man, Mike like going by the logic they say or even like when the creators get on this thing going by that logic Nike should never be successful because you can't pre-order a shoe
4: mm-hmm.
2: you have to wake up fucking early if you want a special shoe mm-hmm. you gotta wake up early you gotta be online or you gotta whip your ass in line in the store and you buy the shoe when it comes out there's no like, I can't pre-order easy. Yeezy mm-hmm. but them shit sell freaking Brazilian units and they're making yeah. millions of dollars. I, it's, I sit down and I'm dumbfounded. Like, why is this? Like, why is this so hard? Why is it easier to get me a failing newspaper?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Than it is to give me a comic book. Like, I can just go buy a newspaper.
3: Yeah. I can go to a bookstore. I can go to a magazine stand. I can read it online. I don't gotta do shit. Like, if I want to be wired on- online, I'm even gotta pay for it now. I'm just reading. reading. It.
2: Yeah, like the whole thing's on the website. I get the <laughs> magazine and like... Even New York Times. If I
3: want to read New York Times, I know, oh, if I'm not paying for it, I at least get 10 articles a month.
2: Yeah!
3: Imagine right. <laughs> if Marvel just like, yeah, you don't got to pay for this monthly thing, but you still get 10 articles a month, 10 comics a month. I'd be reading them. Yeah,
2: yeah, well.
3: I'd be reading all, they, all these new characters they're trying to, you know, send forward that I know are just like corny captions. I'd be reading them. I'd be like, okay, well, let me check out Devil Dinosaur, like Donald De- Devil, whatever her name is.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah with Devil Dinosaur, yeah. And I got that
3: new Ironheart Iron shit. I'd be like, even if I'm not interested, I would just look at it because I'm just like, okay, this is a niche product. Let me see what I actually want to spend my money on. But instead, they're telling me I need to know where I need to spend my money on three months ahead of time. And I like I'm sorry, that's bullshit. I don't know if I'm going to, if I want milk next month. I don't buy it every month. I can only go one want to watch
2: the, <laughs> the only thing I've known would do three months now is pay my rent.
4: Yeah.
2: And that's more important than a comic book. And you, you it's, it's, it's dumbfounding. I've sat there and I've read these threads also, or these posts on message boards, or these blog posts, and all these talk of the numbers, and the this, and the that. And then, after what happened this past weekend, you'll read the editor-in-chief and the, and the VP of sales and marketing talk to the retailers are basically like not blame their sales for any of their problems
3: Yeah,
2: they'll say like oh people just diversity was too much uh, uh, DC should have put out two comics a month and let people let stores return the ones that didn't sell because that made it so that people didn't have enough money to buy our comics or like it's all of thing. these things ugh, it's a bunch
3: of excuses. But what what makes them more annoyed is not the predictable, you know, uh blaming that they're gonna do in that industry. Because they're they're already so toned up that they you know, they made that prediction months ago. You know what I mean? Like they were ready to say it's the diverse comics that don't that don't succeed. Because they're not gonna go to Brian Michael Bendis or any of these guys and be like, Look, uh, actually, you know, create a new story for once. <laughs> you know, like what are they gonna do? They, all of them are trapped in this idea of like, events, events, events. So what bugs me more is not that predictable conversation. It's every single person on Twitter and Facebook getting riled up, and not one of them tries to come up with a new style, a new plan. You know, and like, half the time, like, you know, I'll do like an interview about something, and they're like, oh, well, how do you, you know, how do you know this is gonna work, or what about this? I'm like, I literally don't know. I don't know if it's gonna work. I don't know if it's a bad idea or a good idea. I just need to try something. You know,
2: it's funny because you—you, I keep going back to. You sound like a businessman, right? It's yes. like when I when I get up in the morning, and I hear that Elon Musk is trying something new. I don't think he knows that these special new shingles for people's roofs that's going to take the solar energy and then put it in a battery so that people can power the house with these new freaking roofing systems is mm-hmm. actually going to work. Yes. But he's like fuck it I'm gonna try. You gotta
3: try it. <laughs> Every single time you talk to someone about well, let's, can you try this? Only, like I say this all the time to people you can always find a reason to say no. You can always find a reason to not try something. It's it's way harder to actually come up with something and try to figure out all the moving parts just to get it to go down the road 10 feet. Forget like even going across country. Like I just want to prove that you can fly this little plane. I don't need to make a a fucking 747 right away though. Yeah. You know, but you say this and and people will will actually fight with you on the internet to tell you not to do something. And it's like, that's why I'm like people need to get off of Twitter, people need to get off of Facebook and having these debates and they need to start being, like getting onto some new shit and being like, okay, so I don't I, I don't know how to go forward, but let me see who is going forward and work with them, you know
2: yeah, like instead of it's, it's a lot of talking it comes it becomes exhausting exhausting like all these text thr- all these Twitter threads and back and forth and long Facebook things it's like. You guys ain't really about Shane. My, and this is a personal pet peeve. It's like, I don't see how you could be mad at, at company X on on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and then they announce like Blase is going to be a TV show on, on Wednesday, and y'all excited. Like, exactly.
4: Like, what? Like <laughs> I don't understand.
2: And I think that's what you see the people who aren't who are
3: uh, more about arguing than they are about solutions because it's just like and this is like this is like the feeling and this is why you know it, it's very similar to that feeling of like being gaslit because it's like oh so you care all about like you know what's that shit like the black heroes matter thing yeah. or you care all about like create your own comics if you're like a creator image you, call, you care about all this stuff but you don't ever offer anything either as a criticism of your own company or as a, a a possible new way of doing something with your own company. It's just like hours and hours and hours of just being told, Oh, things aren't good. I was like, that's just a brand identity now. It's like why even why even spend all that time? It's like obvious it's like they're not they don't actually care about making something new.
2: At that point they just become pundits. It's like when you watch CNN or um, something and they have like well, this person's always going to be conservative, and this person's always going to be liberal, and these people are going to argue with, with each other, and occasionally Anderson Cooper is going to, or Don Lemon, or whoever's the host of the Current Hour, is going to try to stop them from fighting so much because they're talking over each other, and they're going to put in a new point in which they argue again. I, yeah, I and get that, exactly what you're saying.
3: And I think that's well, that's that's what it is. It's like as long as as like creators on the internet keep offering as a solution to all of comics problems is to keep it just to buy more comics that's not any different than any other politician being like get out there and buy stuff at the mall it was like no no but i don't have a job it's like well, get out there because the economy needs you maybe you'll get a job so make sure to buy that tv make sure to buy my comics. yeah like yeah. this is bullshit because all the time it's like they never like oh well let's talk about a union, because that actually isn't about buying anything. He's like, no, no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> or, you know, like, well, hey, let's talk about, like, some racist shit that's been happening at your company. He's like, no, no, no. No, no, we can't talk
2: about it. We can't talk about that.
3: that. It's just, all of it, as, as long as it, the, the solution is always a capitalist solution, then they're not offering solutions, they're offering commercials. And oh, they yeah. keep up to
2: that. Yeah, when X-books fail, well, you didn't support it enough you didn't right. you didn't buy the comic you didn't do X you didn't do Y with your money <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, I want to be like look I don't give a fuck about Ironheart or any of these characters I don't give a fuck about any character I give a fuck about changing practices in the industry so I don't care how many books fail or don't fail or, or succeed if you keep the same practices yeah
2: maybe. you care about people actual yeah, breathing, <laughs> bleeding, walking around, existing in real, in our world, people, and not make-believe people. Yeah, it's gonna. You're, what you're gonna
3: end up with is in 20 years, you're gonna be the, the next guy who can't pay his health insurance and be and be begging on um, fucking like GoFundMe.
2: Fam, you know? fam. Oh my god, that, mm, that, that that hurts my heart because every time I see these things, right, these little debates or. And I don't like to say that one company's better than the other one. But Mm -hmm. there's a moment in time in which I see, like, artists, like, okay, everybody likes the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, like, oh, blah, 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 enjoy the movie. He saw the movie. But I'm like, did he get a check, though? Mm
4: -hmm.
2: And then, like, I'll see something for, like, a DC movie. He's like, DC movies are trash, blah, blah, blah. But then you'll read, like, the, the writer, the artist. They were like, "Yeah, man, I got a nice check from that." I'm like, "Isn't that the point? Yeah, like, shouldn't we all be pushing for that? Yeah, like DC is not a perfect company, but yo, when you old, liking your character on the screen and you made no money from it, isn't gonna take care of your house, your mortgage, or your sick bill when you get old and you gotta buy mad pills. It's like yeah. checks matter, like." It's
3: not, yeah, not working but these com- these companies for fun. Like I don't get it no more. Man, instead of fucking black girls matter, they should say black checks matter. How about that, was that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, like how about you actually people? How about the whole industry starts like stop just fucking putting tokens in every fucking in every fucking position? Because that's what it ends up being, that the, you know, like every every company's is like, Oh, here's here's a push for diversity and it'll just be like they hire one person and then you're done. And the conversation's done yeah i'm just like that's not what i'm talking about i don't you know it's like you actually have to integrate your entire company you have to integrate your entire like when you're talking to people at conventions move outside your circle but it's not about that you know it's like what was that um uh, chris visions he had that post about the uh marvel coming to him every february you know <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a, clearly that's a thing I didn't know existed, that, like, they go to all the black artists, when it's February time,
3: <laughs> Yeah.
2: then after, it's like, yeah, we don't care, we're just going to go back to doing what we're doing, so, like, oh, okay, yeah, hmm, not surprising.
3: And that's, that's what bugs me, because it looks like you see these, like, uh, creators focusing on surface-level problems. And as soon as you actually ask them to stand up for like some industry-wide issues, they fall silent. Hey,
2: man, because everybody's scared of not not eating or something. They're they're scared of not getting a
3: check. But this is the problem. They're not eating enough. Exactly. Yeah. You know? That's the problem is that they don't look at it. They're like, well, I'm just eating barely, so I can't threaten them. It's like, to me, I'm just like, no, I'm still hungry, so I'm going to keep banging on the door.
2: Yeah, that's the point. That was what I would think. The, yeah, I, I'm completely and utterly dischanted with with comics because of the culture of the people. Like, I still yeah. read the rest of comics today. I was like, oh, yeah, this was fun. But the world, the people, like... A bunch people talking, like you know, it's
3: coming from funny. It's funny from a guy who's on a podcast, like, you know. But so you, you, end, just, you know, you can just trick people. You know, I think that's like any 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 political campaign, any kind of union, any kind of mass movement only succeeds because you trick them. You trick them into believing in some story that they now believe in is true to them. But people just, you know, a lot of times people just move, you know, what, wherever, like, it's like when you're at a beach, it's like when waves come at you, the water stays in place, it's just moving up and down, so you think it's movement, you think it's forward movement, so those waves are, are, aren't actually coming at you.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Like, people don't understand that, so they'll just sit on the beach thinking that the tide's coming in, but it never will. <laughs> That's why I get so frustrated that like independent creators that don't talk about these issues enough because they are the ones that are saying, No, that that the, the, these waves are coming in. It's just like, no, they're not. Don't fucking lie to me. Yeah,
2: and I don't I don't see how anybody's trying to actively change the uh the distribution model. Yeah. That's the one that everybody talks about ordering this, and the, and I don't want to sound like I'm anti, comic book store, but the system in place and how it reg- uh, interacts between the customer and the comic book maker and the company and the store and the distributor to the store is completely screwed up model.
3: Completely screwed up, and, and no, and then no one is more to blame than anyone else. They're all like in this fucking circle jerk of being worth their customers. So it's, just like, it's like none no of them seem to have a vested interest in actually expanding comics into a larger market.
2: Yeah, I still like. I still don't know why there isn't like mass point of sale system tracking numbers. Like, I still don't get why the main numbers of what sells of a comic is what the retailers bought like I don't like I don't think they track how steaks are sold by how many like steaks are sold to the store I think the store knows is like yo we, kn- we know how many steaks we actually sold to people so next time you know we gotta order this and everybody's like okay like everybody shares numbers that might be a bad example for people mm-hmm. listening but like in everything else they sell through numbers, not like sell to the seller numbers. Yeah. Like no one in the music is going platinum off of like what went to Best Buy, like exactly. that shipping platinum. That was a thing in the in the late nineties, early two like early two thousands. Was like, oh my God, they actually just shipped a million records out there. But everybody yeah. knows like that doesn't count. You don't get a plaque for that. Like you don't you don't get. a... <laughs> They actually gotta sell. Yeah. <laughs> and why don't we like it's this long? We're in twenty seventeen and we still you guys still ain't made a system where all the stores can say like yo, I sold five Spider Mans, ten Batmans, three uh Power Rangers, twelve Archies, like y'all y'all still can't put those numbers makes, out yet? <laughs>
3: it makes me wonder that a lot of like and I don't know if this is accurate, but it makes me wonder that if you had accurate numbers, like if you knew this, this was selling this, this was selling that. Like in my head, I was thinking yesterday. Like uh, if, I, if I, when I was living in the, in in Portland, I hated that the the supermarkets were just like generic white people food. Like I had like their ethnic section so it was like r- ridiculous, but. You know, on the mm-hmm. East Coast, like if I'm living in like Sunset Park, every supermarket is a Latino supermarket. There is no ethnic
2: section. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is like all yeah. the latest
3: food you get. So in, in comics, though, it's just like we are gonna sell a comic that's predominantly purchased by middle middle aged white people nationwide and that's the only product that will be available. And you, and your store has to be designed in that way, nationwide. And then it's just like, if you make a product like that you don't have, and you're not thinking of like what works in different markets, then of course it's gonna fail. The market, there's just not enough middle-aged white men to keep this market up forever. It's just gonna crash over time. I'm just looking at it. I'm just like, if they actually kept track of numbers, they could see that you know these characters over here are succeeding more over here in the East Coast, and these characters over here are actually. or like, we don't need another Batman comic over here, you know, and if you actually can keep track of these numbers, then the artists and the writers and the creators could be like, oh shit, I need, you know, I need, you know, I could demand something in exchange being like, oh, I actually know what what, what I'm selling here and there, you know, and I think when you keep track, when you have more information and everyone has access to that information, and the people who didn't have that information now can uh, operate from a different point in their negotiation. And I think that you know, the the system is kept dark because they basically just don't want anyone asking them any questions that they'll have like be responsible for. Yeah,
2: they keep everyone in the dark because that means they have power. Like I still don't know if they like you. You work on books that's like not yours. Like you do Judge Dread and such. Yeah. So, like, like, do you ever get a chance to see, like, the digital numbers?
3: Digital numbers? We don't do Like, the sales on Judge Dredd aren't that good, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I'm working on a book that is already like a copy of a copy because there's Judge Dread books already coming out. And, like, I'm making good work, um, but at the end of the day, it's like I don't even care what the sales are. All I know is that the sales aren't as good as they can be. I'm just like, man, because any anytime, like anytime someone asks me, well, how can I get your book? I don't see it around. I don't have a good answer for that. You know, and I'm just like, if I knew that I could, oh, be like, oh, get it from over here, or like, I, you know, we sell it over here. I was like, If I knew that stuff, or I like, even knew where I was selling more, I could actually focus on those areas better.
2: Okay, yeah, you could
3: push people to say, yes. "Hey, get it I, at it, X place." If someone told me, like, "Oh, this book sounds really good over here," I'd link up with that that comic book store and be like, "How can I help you?"
2: Yeah,
3: you know, it's just like when it comes to something like a, a work for hire book, where it's just like it's just really hard to connect with with the with a reader on like an actual right. like. Like, there's all these walls between me and actually selling a book that I, I care about. And, that's, it, and I don't see why that has to, to keep the good thing. It
2: should be less walls. it should be easier.
3: Yeah, there should be no reason why I don't have a good answer for where to get this book.
5: I get those goosebumps every time. I need the Heimlich. Throw that to the side. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. When you're not around, when you throw that to the side, I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. Seven one three, yeah. through the two eight one, yeah I'm riding. Why they on me? Why they on me? I'm flying, sipping low key. I'm sipping low key in Onyx, find a rider. When I'm pulling up right beside you. Pop star Lil Mariah. When I text kick Game Wireless, throw a stack on the Bible. Never Snapchat or took Molly. She fall through plenty, her and all her guineas. Yeah, we at the top floor right there off Duhini. Yeah, oh no, I can't fuck with y'all. Yeah, when I'm with my squad, I cannot do no wrong. Yeah, Saucer in the city, don't get misinformed. Yeah, they gon' pull up on you. Brrr. Yeah, we gonna do some things, some things you can't relate. Yeah, cuz we from a place, a place you cannot stay. Or you can't go, or I don't know. Or back the fuck up, all you.
2: yeah, yeah. Like, I have nothing else to tag on to that. It should be easier. I think it's been, e- I think it should have been easier a long time ago. Like, I, I still don't, um,
3: well, that's what that's what the pre-ordering thing is. Was so I didn't you know I didn't even finish saying that. Like uh, I was t- talking about. It, I'm like, why can't I just have a website for all of previews dot com or whatever, where I just go and hit buy, 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 and then it comes to me, or like I just have it like linked, Like if I'm like say I'm on like Grubhub dot I'm going through I'm like what do I want to eat? I'm just like okay, I have these stores nearby, these local comic book shops nearby. I'm like, let me click on them and see what their menu is. Okay, these these guys are more mainstream. These guys are more indie. All right, I'm gonna hit buy, buy, buy on this, and then they get mailed to me. I'm like, why can't I do that? <laughs>
2: that's and a great I, idea, man.
3: <laughs> so I thought, well, I can do that. I can do it myself. I can make a site that's just me, and people go to me and see. Oh, he's got Judge Dredd here. He's got Amazing Forest here. He's got Motro here. He's got that indie stuff. He's got the mainstream stuff. And I'm just gonna hit buy, boom, buy. I was like, well, if I'm, if I'm gonna make this website, I need someone to mail this stuff. I need someone to actually go in the preview catalog and make these orders. I'm not gonna do that shit. I got a whole fucking life to live. So I was like, who does this all the time? A comic book shop. So I hit up my uh, Escape Pod comic, and I basically told them what I just said right now. And they're like, okay, we can do this.
2: That's <laughs> it.
3: You know, and I think it's an easy solution. <laughs> it's like, hey, comic book shop, do you like making orders for comics? Here are more orders. Here's the money for them. Thanks. Yeah, website. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. Now I have the money in my PayPal, and all I do is send it to him with the orders attached. <laughs>
2: I'm laughing because it's actually bad simple, but it's funny that you, like, you had to, like, you had you essentially had to make an entire web distribution model mm-hmm. <laughs> of so. yourself.
3: It's so simple. It's, a, it's like people ask me, like, oh, but is this going to compete with the direct market? I'm like, how? It is the direct market. It's someone placing orders in the exact same way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know of a couple stores who've done, like, a store that does something like that, but it's very... Like, it works, but the what you basically what you made up is, like, yo, I want Ulysses' comics. So you go to the Ulysses site, yes. and you hit the button, and then, when it comes out, you look at your mailbox, like I say when I buy video games or anything else, and they're going to open it up, and they'll be like, oh, snap, that comic is here.
3: Exactly. Back. I, Happy. Don't, I don't need to tell anyone ever again a diamond order code. I don't ever need to tell someone that. That's something that a, a customer never needs to even hear. I don't need yeah. someone to be like DEC271695, please remember that number.
4: Yeah.
3: What are we thinking when we when we do that? Like, someone actually wants to do this? Like, you imagine I go to the store and I'm like, yo, I want the provolone cheese. They're like, what? I'm gonna say, like, oh, I'm sorry, I meant DEC274596. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, now we can get it for <laughs> you. Like the
2: fuck? Why? Who would do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People make those little cards and stuff, and go like, oh, dumb- do this and All right. this big campaign. I'm like, bruh, just
3: an industry that prides itself on creator own, like imagination. We're like the dumbest motherfuckers of time. Like you never thought that. Like, wow, that sounds really counterintuitive.
2: Yeah, especially because I remember when you showed me the sign. I was like, "Like,
3: oh, yeah, 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 that works." I need that site <laughs> in Puerto Rico.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm doing that shit from an Airbnb and on the beach. That's how much effort I had to put into it. It was just going through my emails, finding the order code attaching them there just so it's easy for when uh, the orders come in there's all the information stuck to it yeah just putting in just put in JPEGs onto a, a
2: big cartel site yeah man well yeah there's not much I can say it'll be interesting to see how people take to this to this news or take to it like when people see it and people will be like oh it worked but the only difficult part right now is
3: the profit margins are so so small on comic, mm-hmm. you know, like eighty cents to the to the to the bookstore, yeah. you know, and like trying to prop up your entire bookstore on such tiny profit margins that just mailing a uh, uh, the, uh, the periodical is too expensive, which is like. Wow, we're in a fucked up situation if we, I can't sell, like, I, if junk mail is easier to get to me than a comic, that's fucked up.
2: Yeah. They should
3: be, they should be super cheaply produced, like on newspaper like, or if they're not, if if it's too expensive to make them cheaply produced, then make a bigger product that you can sell at a higher profit margin. Yeah. You know, why keep selling floppies if the profit margin is so tiny, it's like, just sell graphic novels because at least you can make, you know, if I'm selling light at at Booneo, it costs about like $2 to produce it and we sell it for $20, that's a great profit margin. But if we make a comic that it costs $2 to produce and we sell it for $4, what am I making off of that? Nothing. You break even. Don't even break even because you got to pay the creators, you got to pay the mail, you got to mail it to Diamond, and you got to package it. There's, you can't make money off of it.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, so anytime you—that's like, why we don't—you fo- know—I don't even focus on Flossie's at Burnio, but it just makes me insane that other companies are just like, "No, we're going to keep going with this model."
2: So somehow they still make money off of it. Somehow.
3: Yeah. Well, I think it's just like it's like a write-off like an advertising budget because really what they're making money off of is is movies and peripherals yeah yeah
2: yeah for the big two yeah
3: clearly but you wonder even for like smaller companies like boom and stuff i think a lot of money will be coming in from like licensing deals and like optioning like what they have like the lumberjanes like movie now stuff like that
2: yeah i can see that i still don't know how they make I still don't see how they make money on the um, the license books. Like with IDW but I get how IDW makes money 'cause like they just make all the Hasbro stuff, but like I don't get how Boone makes money off of the Cartoon Network stuff 'cause wait, I I still don't know who was the dumbass at D C to let to let their sister company sell comic books from another comic book company i don't even it's network in, in the in network in the wb yeah it's turning Wait, no. <laughs> like know. when that first happened and like they stopped making books through dc i'm like fam i couldn't be a executive that company and have i couldn't see another company making my shit like i'd be pissed like we got to fight or something like I'm yelling at you like, I'm fucking your job up. somebody gotta lose their job like that shit never <laughs> <laughs> this is like yeah. that, it, 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 there's
3: a lot of decisions like that in comics that just like counterintuitive and you can't you can't even make sense of how it got to that point, but then it makes less sense how people want to keep it at that point.
2: I don't know who's eating like i i, I don't I don't get it. I don't get how they can sell so many comics and they make X amount of dollars, and then it just to me it's like, all right, I know I know artists ain't really making that much money. I know letterers aren't making that much money. I know colorists ain't making <laughs> they ain't making real money, like. Like, is all this shit going to the the, 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 the like, the the editorial, like, the high-end, like, a yeah. few high-end artists, the, the few guys' editorial, and a couple of the business guys, like, because when you see, like, those, you know, the i s 2 numbers where they sold, we sold this many million of comics, I'm like, really? Like, this don't make, like, some shit just don't add up, and then what's funny to me is that then, like, you'll read something like but they sell, like, of all comics in America, like, one piece sells that shit by itself in Japan every yeah. year. And like, it's not even just, not even, like, all their comics. It's just literally just, like, one fucking comic. But
3: it's just... But it's disheartening. It subsidizes the comic book industry.
2: Yeah, like, how? Like, why are these guys eating so... Like, like you, you never see... You know they always say, like, you, no one gets in the comics to make money, Right? but
3: that's bullshit that's
2: bullshit you know? because real talk when i was a kid image popped off and all them guys was making mad money yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was making great money and yeah. then it, it went away and i'm like why it was like
3: the comic industry is such an image product that's so hard to to buy like buy the comic and it's a growing market and people are rich in comics. You know, like, the money exists. People do buy comics. It's not like this dead medium. It's a growing, vibrant medium. And it's just like, you have to, under, it gets so funny it's like when you ask these questions. It's like, is what's fucked up in, uh, in comics uh, by, by, you know, is it, is it intentional or is it un- unintentional? Because I kind of feel like sometimes it's like, this is by design. You know, it's designed to be this, this broken so that only certain people can keep, you know, making money. Like basically, uh, pulling it like pulling it into the one percent of the people in comics that are successful.
2: Yeah, and it's like it's not. I don't think there's enough sharing.
3: There not and I think that's why so many creatives become real silent when it comes to certain issues. When you know, like. You know, I was talking to Ron uh, yesterday, and we're just like, there are people talking about a comics union, in like the seventies, eighties, and they're still alive. Yeah, Don't talk about it anymore?
2: No. Except yeah. for the old guys who are so rich and independent, they just like we tried this and nobody like Frank but Miller might talk about it, but like he's rich as fuck, so can't that's nobody kick him around.
3: Just like they were talking about, it. like, oh, it didn't work. I'm just like you're rich now. You think it was you? Like, yeah, it didn't work, man. You were broke. Now <laughs> you're rich, and you're saying it won't like oh It won't work because it didn't work. It's like uh, no, nah, I would probably have a much better success if I had a few rich people behind it. Yes, you know, but it's like these are problems that existed, you know, twenty, thirty years ago, and it didn't go away. And the the artist didn't die off; they just stopped talking about it. And No one's holding them holding them accountable for it.
2: Like yeah, they like basically it gets to the point where, like the leaders kind of give up, and it's like okay, like that means like the companies, the companies always end up winning,
4: mm-hmm.
2: like even right now with the Marvel thing that, at the retailer, some how they say like artists don't sell, right? Like you saying that because you don't, you're saying that on purpose, like you're yeah. you're, you're gaslighting artists so that they don't get too big in their britches because you don't want to make stars again and you don't need to read all this shit it's just plain and simple out there they don't want image to happen again because that is really the only time we see successfully a band of artists get together be like fuck you yeah and
3: And, win and and notice all those guys are now company men once again
2: Well, some of them are, but like, you know, some, like, a couple of them I would think are company men. Like, I'm never going to think Fallon is a company man, because he just made his own company. So, Mm -hmm. in that way, you're right. He's a company man.
3: man, company man, I mean, yeah, they made their own company. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's like, you see, like, Eric Larson on Facebook, and he often will defend the business practices of the company that he moved away from. Oh, and, or is it the same thing like, oh, it's just business, it's just business, it's just business. And it's like, no, it's not just business. Yeah. Business practices don't exist in a vacuum. They depend on cultural context. Yeah. You know? And, he, and he's like, then you see like Jim Lee. He's like, well, he's back at DC. And he's not going to be talking about, you know, uh, creator rights. And, you, know, you see all these guys, and they're just company men. In some way or another, they have not continued the conversation about why image exists in the first place.
2: They got, they got big enough that they became what they ran away from. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it's
3: just like they just give platitudes, like, oh, images were creator-owned, and it's just like, no, nobody is. Creator-owned would be, you know, a socialist publisher with the artists control, the, pu- control the, the media production. Until then, it's just the same editors, publishers on top, and artists eating shit.
2: Yeah, unless they can sell you, yeah, yeah, it becomes exploited too. Yeah, it's always some nature. It's all pivoted home but people want to deny themselves it
3: that makes, fact. It makes me insane that like something like Image, which started because of an exodus of creators, isn't having a conversation about unionizing their entire company. And if they could, the reason they don't is because they actually don't care about actually creating safeguards and actually creating a support network for the most vulnerable pe- people who, who make their work
2: well i think there's a way in which you know image says that they work mm-hmm. and then there's an actual way in which they work from just little stuff i hear i'm like oh they don't ever talk about that like oh okay mm, all right yeah. you know i see it, it, it is what it is They. Like they're not that much different. They they sell writers. They like get writers from, yeah, the big two. When the big when the guys are like, oh, my name is big enough that I can go and make it, this it album.
3: It just seems like a retirement home for Marvel and DC creating. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> or they just got sick of just like, oh, I can go get this real money. It's I just see it to me as like when you see a recording artist when they get like a a. a like a label deal, like okay, like they sign the X label for this amount of time, and they fulfill their contract, and then they go to like this other labels Like, well, I'll give you a label,
4: yeah, and
2: you get the own, you know, X percent of your masters. Yeah. It's like, well, like, hmm, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Like, that's what it is, but like, it doesn't seem equal. It doesn't seem fair. Yeah, like. Like, I don't know if the, the other people with who makes comics are protected. I don't know letter, the people who are on the cover, the letterers, the colorists. I, I and look i that, like, every creative
3: that works on an image book or works for image that isn't talking about creator rights, that isn't talking about forming a union, who isn't talking about changing the industry is a bullshit artist. You can't be saying that you care about creator-owned, that you care about you know, owning your future. If you're not talking about the larger issues of, say, creators who are dying in fucking hospitals right now because they can't pay their bills. If you're not talking about page rates being fucked up across the whole industry. If you're not talking about writers having a higher presence than artists. If you're not talking about those things on the regular and you're saying that you're a creator-owned image artist, you're a bullshit artist. Because you should actually be Pushing these things into the conversation all the time.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like what what happened to Kirkman, right? He was talking all this shit, then he got big, and now he he, he does the same exact things that Marvel did to him to other yeah. people. Same exact thing. I don't think I, I don't think I know of any
3: creator at Image that actually wants to change the industry significantly so then the answer is no don't change the industry just come to image I'm like that's how fucking cults sound like
2: (laughs) yeah like I still don't get like the way it works now like if you're a small time person and you just happen by chance to get an image book because the one person who picks the books decides to like your book yeah but you ain't one of those top people, and your book doesn't sell. You end up owing them money. Exactly. So <laughs> you're you're in debt. So like, <laughs> that's what
3: I'm saying. Who's talking about that? Nobody in Image talks about that. Like I get more annoyed at the the the, the silence around Image. Than I get about Marvel. I'm just like, yo, yeah, Marvel is old people who basically tell other old people that, look, we don't fucking want to make any diverse comics anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no way, I'm just like, well, honestly, I didn't really need to hear that conversation to know that they're having that
4: conversation.
3: <laughs> so I'm not really, like, extra mad at I'm extra. I'm mad at being, like, seeing fucking Twitter threads of, well, this is what's wrong with the industry, and that's why you have to be making creator-owned comics, and I'm just like, oh, it's all you feel about the union. It's just, like, cricket.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it's just like I actually want to form a family union, and like in my oh, head, you know. I'm just, I got I got a few ideas I'm gonna I'm gonna announce in the in the next few weeks of just something. Something is not a union because people get scared of that word, but I have something that is like um, organizing people to get something done that'll help everyone without having to be like, oh, now you're part of a union. So I'm just like, no, I'll just give you these things. I just need enough people to pay for it. I'm just like, if we had things like Kickstarter where we could fund, you know, put fucking a million dollars for a certain comic, you have, in, in more power to them, you have some small publishers who are making some b- big books, getting some big money and everything. I'm just like, so we can get a mass of people who will pay $10, $20, $30 for a comic book. I'm just like, but we can't find a mass of people that pay $10 in dues for a union. And I'm just like, I don't think that's true. I think you can find those people.
2: Yeah, I guess you gotta just call it by a different name. But maybe call it something like, uh, the, was it the healthcare market's as well they only close things?
3: Well, my idea is, I'm thinking, you can kickstart union like protection if you can have something like, what does a good contract look for? Look like? What does a good co- a good creator-owned contract look like? You know, what is like a what if what if there was like a, a lawyer on retainer for for creators to 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 look at like fucked up practices that happen or if someone's getting screwed over? You know, they don't gotta hire a lawyer, they can just go to the union and bring it bring it to mm-hmm.
2: them. Yeah, you know?
3: we need to help. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone who is giving is kick-starting. The reward they get is say in what what problems we pay attention to. Uh, well,
2: yeah, like the tears, with, with the tears can go to that, like, you pay X amount into it and you get, yeah, 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 no, no, not that. Yeah, that, that 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 could work. I guess people are just afraid of union. You just have to. You, you're correct. You have to change the name or something. Even
3: though, yeah, when call it a union, just would be like, look, You're paying to have say in how we confront certain problems. So, like, you know, you have the CBLDF, right? Yes. And the CBLDF honestly should be a union. They would be the best people to start it, but they're not going to. But they do decide what cases they're going to go over. Yeah. They do decide, you know, who they're going to defend, and who they won't defend, and they make they make statements on who they intend to defend. And sometimes those statements are, are a little problematic. But what if you had a whole group of people in a defense fund, and they could decide, oh, this creator right now who's being screwed over by, say, you know, Marvel or Boom. We're going to focus on this on this problem and we're going to crowdfund the lawyer fees for this problem. And a lot of times it's only like, what, $5,000? You know, nothing crazy. It's just like, just to hire the person, go over the contract and be like, okay, well, you can't do that because it's it right here. And this is why legally you can't. And then the publisher just like, okay, here you go. Here's your lawyer (laughs) fees.
2: Yeah, like they wouldn't want to fight. There's a point where they might not, not want, to, want exactly, to go
3: through it. Right. So it's just like you just have, you crowdfund that lawyer for that case and then move on to the next one, the next project. I look at stuff like that. I'm just like, problems that have solutions like that, they don't need to be called a union, even though it's going to operate in that same kind of way. Hey, man, maybe people will
2: jump on it. You know, maybe they will, won't be shook. And they'll be willing to join that versus what has happened before. Maybe that might have been the main thing. Maybe the older guys couldn't figure out how to get people to willingly give money yeah. to, have, to have actual deliverable, actionable things that would benefit the people they want to help unionize.
3: That's what it is. It's like, what do creatives need? And there's concrete things they need. They need representation. They need to know their rights. They need to know what good contracts look like. They need to know who to rely on. They need to know what editors are sketching and whatnot. They need to know inside information like who gets paid what, who gets the best page rate. And if you can, if you could be like, well, this is all. This is the information we have, and we're going to keep it. You know, uh, and you guys can coordinate with each other and give each other information. Just do it in this organization. Just like, and all it costs is ten dollars a month, and you get the, you get these actual deliverable products at, at the end. People will pay for that, and they'll just think that they're doing some capitalist uh, solution when, but really, you're just tricking them into a union.
2: Yeah, like you just make them into you'll make it into a subscription service.
3: Exactly. That's what it is. It's like I'm I'm giving you a prescription service, but so people don't know how to handle problems unless they know if they can throw money at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could. Yeah, I'm
2: sitting here like that. That could. That could work. <laughs> that could work. Yeah, you, you know, you get there, You get that that nice open-ended uh contract document that you can just open in microsoft word real quickly yep. and put your stuff in
3: and yeah yeah, yeah like you know, yeah <laughs> instead of be going to like say oni or going to broom and they give you this contract you're like nah sorry i use this contract yeah. this is creator-owned one if you want to do a work for hire thing then i'll look at your contract but if we're doing creator-owned this is it we're gonna do, this is the the cartoonist approved creator-owned contract
2: yeah i think if enough people to use it
3: exactly so they'll have to say and, and companies that don't use it they'll just get bad press from it like oh this company will re- re- reject these these contracts and they're like well why
2: that's the first question yeah so you, that means you, that means you're trying to fuck people over you No, know? and that's how it works in
3: you know regular, regular business it's like a group of, of laborers meet with the company and say look we're going to work with you guys we want to work with you we can negotiate with you but first you got to look at you got to give into these demands and, we're, we're, and we won't work otherwise
2: yeah that's like what that whole that's every time you see a strike that's that's how it works like and that, and that's why it works the best because You know, in in the entertainment industry, like when the writer strike happened, you know there were some low level writers who really needed the work, Mm -hmm. but they took the L because they also knew that the biggest dude, the biggest folks in the game, were like, "Nah, we gonna sit out. We gonna sit out. Like everybody sitting out." Yeah. We gonna do things. We'll help each other out. We make things work. It's gonna hurt, but like, yo, they in the end film and television had to give up some more points for streaming like that, that was the goal Like we ain't getting enough bread and everything's changing
3: and I think it's also one of those things that it also begs the question when you have stuff on a group like this that exists and you wonder well, what, why are certain creatives missing from the conversation you know they'll, they'll give $10 for the latest anthology on kickstarter but they won't give $10 to, to back this you know you gotta ask them those questions like okay well you you talk a lot on twitter but here's a moment to put your money where your mouth is and now you're silent
2: yeah especially if you make it cheap enough if it's like ten dollars it'd be like yo that's a meal, b yeah it could
3: be <laughs> uh, one dollar just one dollar to give to get access and you know and it will, it will just put, push it wide open like okay these guys aren't here you can see who's on the roster when you're in. When you're a part of the group, like, oh, all these guys are missing, of course.
2: Let people ask those questions.
4: Yeah,
3: and I think a lot of times, like, we just don't, we don't keep the pressure on, even the people who who we think keep the pressure on. topic. like, I don't want people to keep the pressure even on me. Yeah,
1: sending this one out to my man Killer B. No doubt, indeed. With that weed, you know what I'm saying. That old real shit. There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. You could run, but you can't hide forever. From these streets that we done took. You walking with your head down, scared to look, you shook, cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks. They never around when the beef cooks in my part of town. It's similar to Vietnam. Now we all grown up and old, and be on the cops' control, they better have the riot gear ready, tryna back me and get rock steady, by the Mac 1 double, I touch you, and leave you with not much to go home with, my skin is thick, cause I'll be up in the mix of action, if I'm not at home, puffin' live, relaxin'. New York got a nigga depressed, so I wear a slug proof underneath my guest. God bless my soul, before I put my foot down and begin to stroll, into the drama I built, and oh, I'm finished beef, you will soon be killed, put a Together, it's like mixing vodka and milk. I'm going out blasting, taking my enemies with me. And if not, they scarred, so they will never forget me. Lord, forgive me. The Hennessy got me not knowing how to act. I'm falling and I can't turn back. Or maybe it's the words from my man, Killer Black, that I can't say. So what's left of untold fact? Until my death, my goals to stay alive. Survival of the fit, only the strong survive. Yeah, we live in this to the day that we die. Survival of the fit, only the strong survive. We live in this to the day
4: that we die.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah.
2: you want the next Ulysses if we keep to keep you keep you alive, like, hey, why were you doing this? Yeah, I'm like, yo, my bad, you right, you right.
3: I'm like, Cause I'm a fucking capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna turn to what I hate. So you
2: see, you get old enough to be the bad guy.
3: Exactly. This has to exist so that when I when I start fucking up, it can exist without me, with, without any of my input. Yeah. It has to be, you know. It, it has to, not just like idiot proof, but corruption proof.
2: It's a good idea, Ulysses. Huh? I look, I said that's a good idea, Ulysses. The tactic.
3: Gotta try something, you know. I'm gonna, you know, it was easy when I was uh, like 20 just trying to get into comics. And now you get in and you're just like, shit, I don't want to just stay here the rest of my life.
2: Yeah, you look around and you're like, damn. <laughs>
3: it's and all you see is not success stories, but failures. And then you see the people who are failures defending the success stories. And you like, no, you shouldn't. You should want to eat the success
2: stories. You, you should want to be, yeah, you should want to be a success story at all times. First well, like I think you,
3: you should not even just want to be them. You should want to cannibalize them and and figure out what they did wrong and do it right. You know, when I see someone who is, like, who has, like, a great book that I'm just like, oh, I admire that book, I admire the, the talent on it, and I'm just like, but I feel like they're lacking in one area, like... So, you know, and I, I get into trouble with people. So I'm just like, you know, I thought we were boys. I'm just like, we are boys. That's why I went after you. <laughs> you know, like, because <laughs> I know you better than someone else. I'm just like, yeah, you could have been doing this, and you didn't. Why would I? You know, I don't care about strangers. I care about the people who I who I hold to a higher standard. Like, you really I a lot of times I think people aren't my peers unless I can criticize them. If we're, if we're beyond criticism, then that's not a, a fear to me. That's like a fucking uh, a, a God.
2: Yeah. It's like that's what makes you homies because you're able to be real with them and say, like, yeah. yo, this is. You should do X. Yeah. Nah, I, I understand that. Like, yeah. Man. The one thing I always didn't. The one thing kind of off topic that I never understood is that after Brian K Vaughan and Marcos Martin did Private Eye mm-hmm. and I think Brian K Vaughan did a couple other books through his site, the, the uh, panel syndicate yeah, where you pay what you want, how come no one else did that shit? I
3: don't know like
2: Maybe. how come no one else like set up a site say you could pay X, you get this download, write me a letter or something, I'll put it in the back of the next chapter or comic that comes out. Like, how come he was the only person to do this shit?
3: Well, you know, to a certain extent, it doesn't matter if he loses money on it, you know? Like, I saw saw a quote the other day, I forgot what creator said it, I think it was Rick Fremender, said, oh, when I was young, We didn't have any kickstarters or anything. I took out a credit card, you know, and, you know, self-published, like, three books on credit, and never made any money on that. I'm just like, wow. So you're really trying to tell me that, for you, for anyone, just take out some debt, and if you really believe in comics. I'm just like, do you know how many motherfuckers are already in debt towards comics? Because they went to comic school, because they because they wanted to go
2: to college, it's what like, fucking not art school, though. You just
3: have to be like, oh, just take out some debt. I'm just like, that has to be the most fucking privileged
2: Irresponsible, and man. that's an irresponsible thing to say.
3: you're in, that you think, yeah, just take out some credit cards, you really, you know, and you'll, you'll make your comic. It was like, shit, like, who's gonna, gonna pay $24,000 to pay for every creative on that book? You know, they got that debt. It See, like,
2: that sounds terrible, because that story, for me, only works with movie people. Because when you hear of um, Robert Townsend,
4: mm-hmm. like
2: how he he paid for making Hollywood shuffle out of credit cards, and Kevin Smith did the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the big difference is they then hooked up with a distributor who paid the money so they mm-hmm. could put it out as a film that then got a box office and it made, it may not, in, well, Krugman, a gang of money. But they got to pay the debt back.
3: Yeah.
2: You don't tell the story that if you took out a bunch of credit cards to put out shit and you didn't make the money back so you still in debt. You shouldn't tell that to people. That's not a success story. Yeah. That's not a cool thing to tell people like, yo, you can do this. You know what I'm saying? Believe in it. Be smart. Have something dope. Yeah, That's like, yeah. yo, come fail like I did.
3: Well, the thing is, he didn't fail. You know, Rick is a, 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 a success. But he now was, he
2: is, but he clearly was in debt for a while before he got well, to the success.
3: That's what I'm trying to say. I'm just like, that is also to ignore the fact that it's probably easier for some people to succeed than other people. So for for them to take on debt is not as big of a risk as someone else who, who comes from nothing, who has nothing, who has no connection. Who, you know, like... It's like it's a, it's a totally different market, you know? Yeah. It's like, it like this is just like the kind of like... This is like when you see liberals repeating the same conservative, like, fantasies. Like, just pull yourself by your bootstraps. It's like, nah, man, like, that's not how it always works. You don't even have boots to begin with. You, you had the boots.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you had the boots. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or when you try to uh, get boots and pull your bootstraps up, they criminalize the ways in which you do that. Exactly. That's <laughs> how so you get it. You go to jail.
3: They say, they say things like that, and they just—they have no type of like broader context of like, no, debt for you is not necessarily the same type of debt for everyone else.
2: Yeah, debt could be life breaking.
3: Yeah, your your risk is not an equal risk across the board.
2: Like he was able to probably go into debt, and it was able to get more debt, like get more credit. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. It's like it's a whole, it's a whole trick.
3: It's like for some people, debt is, is profitable. You know, like you know, you you don't ever have to worry about it because you know you're never going to get to a point where you, you have somewhere not to sleep. Where you do where you have someone who won't won't dig you out. Well, for most people, you know, who don't who don't have that kind of situation, it's just like you're saying well, you're really just advising a one way trip to failure. Like, yeah, go into debt and never come out because you believe in your dreams, and it's like, no, there are actually better ways to support someone's dreams than to say like, oh, here's my ridiculous way. Like, you know, even Rick Remender should have had to take out credit cards, you know, to support to support this like pipe dream of his, you know
2: yeah that's yeah that's funny cuz it's like you like why are you like, why aren't you mad at, that the system was like that and the crazy yeah. shit is he's not even that old
3: yeah how old is he
2: he's 44 cuz the the weird thing with this is when people say that I'm like you know that probably there was a webcomic at that X time that mm-hmm. had a donate button for PayPal on their site, and that means because like old web comics figured out ways to make money online with comics way before the rest of comics did. Mm-hmm. Like, because they got the audiences, and they just like, oh, well, I'm gonna put this donate button here. I remember seeing stuff in the 2000s, it's like, well, shit, well. They they figured this out like maybe you know like I, like I look back it's like why did not pay attention as well like I kind of could have been doing this a little bit better
3: but and that's a great example right there because you have the rest of the comic industry just fucking wallowing and, and being like there's nothing we can do and then in the in the in the, in the early 2000s you have all these web people people had no connection to the industry came up with a whole method of getting their work out there.
2: An entire system, entire separate <laughs> okay. system of comics.
3: That didn't even need, you know, mainstream mainstream press or anything like that. And meanwhile, you have people who are creators now being like, there's nothing you can do. It's the way it's going to be. Yeah. We need people who are like the webcomics kids in this industry actually being like, oh, I'm gonna try something completely crazy.
2: Just do whatever. Like, I'm I'm looking forward to when the, when the generations completely switch over. Like, like when the younger people get to be like, in their Mm thirties, because their entire nostalgia is for completely different ideas of comics. It was either going to the bookstore and reading the manga in the store to like web comics to now Tumblr shit and then like real ways like finding ways of like because now we're in the ways of uh, people selling merchandising themselves earlier to make to make money and to completely And just more interesting comics in general find the ways to sustain themselves off of what they make Mm. without the corporate structure wherein in like unlike comics and like some of the other corporate things of entertainment the corporations had to change in which the way they do business so they could find a way to make money with the talent that was figuring out ways to do everything without them.
3: Yeah. I wonder if it will change though when there's a a new generation I kind of feel like there's a certain, like there are people who like things going going doing things the old way, and then there's people who like change. It. And I think there's more people who just like the traditional way of doing things, no matter what. And they're always going to be born, you know. So they get to a certain age, thirty and forty, and then they start becoming real conservative. And it's like it's like when you see all your high school friends that used to be goths and now they're voting for Trump.
2: <laughs> Luckily I have I went to a black high school I didn't have a problem <laughs> like, it was just, But I do get what you talk about, like how they get older, they get more conservative. I was like you were the
3: most gas motherfucker, were the most like punk, like Skater kid in the world and now you fucking vote for Trump and you you write these long posts about why Trump is I was like, Do you not remember? It was like you you lived long enough to become the villain. That's what
2: happened. <laughs> You know, I say some of the things I say because I think it's 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 going to ch- it's going to change in some ways. Cause it's even like it's like what we just said. Like there was a moment in time when the web comics people, you never know. Some of them might have tried to get into the comics and newspaper strips the old fashioned way, but that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "Well, I have a scanner, mm-hmm. I have Photoshop." I know how to do some css some some html i'll make a website for my comic up so that means it's like there's still like a whole part of comics that the comics industry doesn't talk about it's even like the comic industry doesn't even talk about like editorial cartoonists and and syndicated strip artists they, mm-hmm. they still exist they still make money not crazy money like they used to but they do or now you have like the people who like make the books with the book publishers and the graphic novels like the Reign and stuff like that yeah. who sell like half a million units yeah, from yeah. Jump. But no one talks, no one <laughs> in no comics talks. talk about it.
3: No one in comics, it's, it's insane. Dude. I'm like, a lot of times I'm like, I want to get into that. And it's like, the comics world has, uh, is, is fractured in such a weird way where I'm just like, wait, so if I want to make comics, for like Scholastic or some shit like that I have to go about it in a completely Different way like that doesn't make any sense
2: Maybe you do because I see them There and they look at portfolios But like When you look at the news sites like When I look at you know Bleeding Cool or CBR or you know Back because it's already a week Almost a week later when you know Comic Alliance Existed or Newsarama Like they're not talking About this but when yeah, I go to the big Conventions like Oh, I see Penguin and Scholastic, and... I see them, but, like, even when I not up to them, I was like, who do I talk
3: to? They're like, in comics, it's like, oh, who's the editor? I'll just talk to them. Here's my shit. They're gonna be like, oh, we don't have anyone in creative here, and we're just, we're just, like, the seller. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, I, the, comic convention. the comic convention operates under certain rules.
2: Yeah, but I, I guess for them, they, they're selling it, and maybe you have to talk to them, like, That's I'm saying, like an altar wood, like you got to get Asian or something. I don't know. It's weird.
3: Well, they have different rules because they make more money. Yes, (laughs) that's (laughs) why it's like they don't have to, you know, work within the comic convention rules. Because like, fuck that, we're making millions and millions of dollars. We'll find you
2: (laughs) 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 if you're really if you're really dope. We'll get (laughs) you. Exactly.
3: so there is no access point because they are they're like we don't need to
2: have an access point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but it does blow me that it is fractured, like the nature of the, the business is fractured in these parts. Because like the whole like, the
3: whole industry is is like polarizing, you know, like just like up in the outside world. Where it's just like it doesn't make sense to talk to certain people about certain things because, like, no matter what, they don't want to hear it. They want the same way it's always been, you know. I think that the most, with like, I really find it hilarious how conservative writers are in comics, where, like, you know, ideally, you know, they talk like, you know, like they are hardcore liberal Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton supporters, but actually, when you actually talk about the business, it's just like, oh, no, I'm just as Republican as anyone else.
2: Oh, yeah, when you talk about business, they're, they're fiscally conservative.
3: Yeah, always. Yeah. I was like... I saw someone a, a, a writer be like um, after the comments about like artists don't sell like let's not make this a writer versus artist conversation. I was like, why why the fuck not? Why not? Like, <laughs> they
4: think
3: that when you're a writer, it's real interesting that you want to not have that conversation. Like, huh? How have writers made sure that artists don't get promoted? Hmm. hmm.
2: Yeah, like you really benefit on the fact that you can do more work a month to build your name up, to be a selling point, and a marketing a marketing tool for the company so that you can improve how much money you make per comic. But so then the first thing is like feigning like, oh, I'm just being peaceful and making sure we focus on changing the
3: industry. So let's not fight each other. Just like, motherfucker, we got to talk, talk about writers taking more benefits. If you're not, then you're actually just fucking silencing discussion. It's mm-hmm. fucking like when people are like tone police and shit like, Hey, 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 watch watch how upset you're getting about this. Don't attack the writers. They're like, yeah, writers are the fucking most corrupt people in comics sometimes. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're the ones who are talking to the editors and being like, Hey, let's, uh, you know, let's make sure the writers slip this right, you know? It's those backroom deals, those, those handshake deals that you're not privy to because you're not an artist who's even invited to those things.
2: Yeah, like you're not at the writers, you're not at the summits where they break stories exactly. for the year. Exactly. There, there's no, they don't do artist summits.
3: They just do the writers summits because that's all they really, writers are a privileged class in, in common.
2: What a world. What a world.
3: It doesn't even make sense to talk about it anymore sometimes. I just do actions. Yeah, exactly. Just I'm just trying new things because you know, I was saying to you before, like uh I stopped even getting like I stopped getting uh, convention appearances, I stopped getting uh invites to like podcasts. As soon as I stopped like talking loud about stuff. It was like, Oh, I guess that's all you really wanted from me was like a complaint podcast. You don't actually care about like, my work of p- promoting that. You just want to see, like, the latest attack.
2: Oh, yeah, you want to see if you, yeah, you see if you want to attack somebody or yell or uh, yeah. be a character. It's like, oh, look at what Ulysses said, more, le- more than more you know, than what you're talking it's, about. Work, man. It's like,
3: it gets frustrating, because it's like, when you're a person of color in comics, it seems a lot of times that's the only brand strategy you can even have. If you're a quiet person, and you're a person of color, you're just not working in comics, it feels like.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's what it, yeah, if, you're,
3: if you're not the angry person. Yeah. If you're not the angry person, it's just like you're just not the working person either then. You don't count. Yeah. And then, that's what I think it's bullshit when people are like, hey, don't you care about your, your career? You should stop talking so much about this stuff. I'm like, I actually got more opportunities when I was talking about this stuff. Yeah,
2: because you were hot. You, yeah. You had a marketable name.
3: It's like, this is the next hot shit, the guy who (laughs) complains. It's like, no. But now, if I say something like, just like, hey, let's talk about unions, and I'm not like, calling somebody out or starting a whole fucking internet beef, you know, oh, there's no one being like, hey, can I get you on that podcast and talk about unions? It's like, no. So if I said, yo, I don't like fucking Brandon Graham sometimes, like, hey,
2: let's put him on a podcast. Why don't he like Brandon Graham? I like them fine. I no, like that's them. what I mean. Like they they like, that's why they'll they'll put a, they'll ask you to be on the show because they're yeah. trying to get. At that point, they're like TMZ or, or like Entertainment Tonight or. Whatever. I never.
3: I never have Rich Johnston emailing me when I say anything about fucking page rates or yeah. uh, uh, fucking uh, unions. I never get him emailing me. But God forbid if I say one shit about a creator by name. I'll get an email in my in, in my Gmail. Instantly, That's crazy. And I know this. I know this. If I if I said, "Yo, uh, Brian K. Vaughn is a piece of shit," because of this, I get I'll get an email within a few days. Hey, let's talk about that. But if I say, "Hey, uh, I got this idea for a new pre-ordering thing," Cricket, they
2: don't care about that. They don't want to push that.
3: They don't want to push that. You know, and it's like it's, it's even people who I get along with, but it's, it's that same kind of thing. Where it's just like the thing that, that the clickbait, they is they want they just want to see some beef, and then they'll and then they'll come to me at conventions, like man, you're really gonna hurt your career. Just like you, how how sway? <laughs> 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 like that's how that's how I make money. If I, I, if I have a book coming out, I will sometimes start. With someone just so I can get some for because yeah,
4: right.
3: <laughs> I'm like, what is the what's the cost? I lose a friendship, but I get like th- three or four articles about this thing, and then I can promote my book. And people are like, you know, fans will be hitting me up. I'll get people adding me on social media. I'll get people coming to me at shows. And every single person who comes to me at a show, if it's a white person, they say, well, I don't agree with everything. <laughs> you know, if it's, a, if it's a person of color, then they're like, "No, I like that." But if it's a white person, they, by the end of the conversation, they always will tell me, well, "I going to agree with everything." I'm <laughs> like, "Go fuck yourself." Every single <laughs> time. But it's, it's deliberate. It's deliberate. That's like you gotta act as a fucking asshole so that people will actually take, look at your work seriously. Otherwise, you know, I can't get just I can't get by on just on the talent alone.
2: yes <laughs> I didn't know that people actually sought you out after you would say something just yeah
3: oh every convention someone will come up to me and say oh I, really, I love I love the, the, how spirited you are online but I don't agree with everything I'm just like smiling like oh cool cool thing
2: that says a lot about the press the comics press
3: yeah. For this pre-ordering thing, I'm really tempted to, like, start a fight with somebody. <laughs> so I go, like, I gotta find someone. <laughs> like, this is someone that, like, I won't mind. And <laughs> if you could get this poppy, it will be worth it. <laughs> it. You know, like, you can like, put on the podcast, like, the title is, like, Ulysses fucking hates David Walker. <laughs> 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 you know? I don't hate him. You know, I got some problems with some rhetoric he's had. But if he says that, oh my god, then it'll be like this thing this and this and this. It'll be a whole fucking kitten caboodle. And then I'll be like, Oh, by the way, check out this PR ordering site if you can.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but if I say, Oh, I don't have actually have a problem with him or anyone in particular, I have a problem with the industry, that don't that don't get nobody.
2: No. They don't care about the industry. They care about product.
3: Yeah, they care about product, they care about Drama. They care about uh, making sure they show everyone online like their fucking purity of their beliefs. Like, look how upset, how outraged I am at this. And I'm like, oh, you're real outraged. You are. They're like, yeah. I'm so fucking ready to do something. I'm like, yo, can you help me out with this website? Cause I just need someone to look it over, you know, for like a union or something like that. I just need you to look over these these numbers. Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks. I'm gonna just do keep doing this by myself, then. <laughs>
2: mm. Hey, did you want to talk about those uh, that project you showed me? Which one? You the, the showed me the art. I think you um, you designed the characters, but you have another artist drawn it.
3: Got a lot of those going on right now. <laughs> I, think it's
2: a, I think it's a superhero
3: one. Yeah, you I'm trying with that
2: superhero
3: one? one. with this guy Matt Liznitsky. Uh Right now, it's just like really preliminary, just coming up with design. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make as much stuff that I can that I've written, with or without a publisher. It's, it's, cause I, it's like I've been writing comics as. Like at least half of my income, if not three quarters of my income, has been writing. But that doesn't fucking matter because I'll still even my Motro book that came out billed me as <coughs> as, a, as, a, as a as an artist first. Mm. And, I'm, and I told them, don't put me as an artist on this book. Put me as the writer. Oh, this Frida is ma- is making this book, and then put like in parentheses, and also drawing it too. And put it as a writer. They still didn't do it. You know, it's just like talking to other companies. I'll talk. I'll talk to a publisher. Like, oh, so you're drawing Judge Dread? I'm like, I haven't drawn Judge Dread in like <coughs> four years. I draw the cover, and I write the book. I've been only writing it. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought you drew it. I'm like, where would you think I drew it? It says the artist is like that's not even close to my art style. Dan Mcade isn't close to my art style at all. But it's like. There's like this blind effect where it's like, if you are an artist in comics, it's like you can't move to another thing. They don't want you to move to another, another career path. You can't go into writing. You can't go into editing. And I was, I was saying to uh, an editor uh, in, at Mocha, that's almost like, I made criticisms about... When I was starting in comics, I made criticisms about artists. You know, I was already an artist. And then I made criticisms about writers. I became a writer. So yeah. I'm like, gonna, gonna criticize it, I'm gonna know it. So I became a writer. Then I started making criticisms about editing. So I became an editor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> put together. You know? And then it's just like, I make criticisms about publishers. So, so I became a publisher. I became a publisher. And then if I'm like, finally, I'm like, I make criticisms about not having a union. It's like, shit. I guess that's why I gotta do two now. <laughs> you know? But no one takes you seriously until like you've already gone above and beyond like until you're what you're doing is old news for yourself then it's just like oh you're the hot news thing
2: yeah like i've been doing that
3: yeah yeah so i'm just trying to like whether it's with him whether it's with a few other artists it's just like i'm putting my name out there i'm just gonna write a bunch of stuff i was thinking of even coming up with a pet name or not pet name uh what's the word for a pseudonym
4: pseudonym
3: yeah of just another writer, I was gonna, this is <laughs> some really fucked up shit. I was thinking, I was gonna make a bunch of titles, and then make up a bunch of anthologies in, on different websites, right? And just use like, parts I just scratched together, like stuff I've never used. And then I'll put them in, in different languages, like in Spanish or Polish or something like that. And then I'll link to them when I write editors in broken English that I'm a new writer who is established in the European market and here's my work. And it'll just all be bullshit because I know they're not going to really re- research it, so I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. i was like, I am a prose novelist and be like, I won this award, this award, this award. And I'll just, I'll just speak in broken English and have like a fancy, like Spanish name and be like, so I'm, I'm the new thing. They'll be like, oh, let's hire him.
4: <laughs>
2: this is, I'm like, this is really fucked if you up. ever pull this off, you gotta tell me in like real life. Uh, Same <laughs> to like, the side and be like, bro, it worked. <laughs> there's, gonna
3: be, there's gonna be like a new writer that people are gonna be talking about and he's gonna have like some kind of like either like a Spanish name or like some Eastern European name and people are like yell, he's he's new shit, you know, we need to get him in to America. We need to hire him. He's got like that that Grant Morrison eats uh Brian Brian K. Bond or some shit <laughs> you know, voice. <laughs> and it's just gonna be me the whole time, working wrong. <laughs> <laughs> i like, the only way I think people are going to really look at myself is if I just say, oh, I'm a writer that you just haven't heard of before. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, let me check it out. I even, have, I, I, I even have, like, a a little name I was thinking, but I can't say it. Yeah, yeah, don't say it. You got to keep that. That got to be the secret <laughs> identity.
2: I'll tell you later. <laughs> I thought about that before, actually. Really? So, yeah. Like, what if I submitted things as this and see what happens? You should. Yeah. why not? What? what how's it going to hurt? You know, like, either it doesn't work or it works, and then you kind of prove the whole point. Maybe, maybe one day I'll sneak it in. <laughs> no appearances, no store, no college appearances.
3: Nothing. It's a complete mystery. It's like, yo, but you got so many credits. Look at this. Like, oh, my God.
2: All right, man. This was a fun, a fun talk. I got my mind thinking as usual. I think people will enjoy this episode like all the other ones you've been on. Um, you keep track of like how many people listen to it. Yes, it's on the site actually. You can see it when you when you go to oh, it. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. You always got pretty good numbers.
3: Oh, Cool. Um, I never. I never like. I always, I never track any numbers or anything, I'm just like, I gotta just keep acting the same way. Like if I feel like if I see something failing, it's gonna change how I act. I just have to assume everything's gonna be, keep being a success, you
2: know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a nerd, I'm all about my numbers, I'm all uh, like looking like, hmm, <laughs> with this data? But, I want you to say the, the website for the pre-orders.
3: Oh, so the pre-orders is com. Okay. You
2: know.
3: so, and you can find it off of my regular website com if it's harder. You know, it's easier to find it that way. And you know, you can always find it through me on, on social media. So it's always like Facebook.com/slashUlyssesFerinus. Okay. Hope everybody takes that down. Look
2: up, buy your books, pre-order them the right way. <laughs> I got to
3: come up with like, a broader name for it, like a cool name, like, I was thinking like something like pullit.com or something like that, was, like,
4: <laughs>
3: you know, like, a, like cool does that it, like, it was like a Portlandian episode, like, the pullout king or something <laughs> like that, like, was, like the pullit king. You'll,
2: you'll figure it out, you know, you're in the early stages, you
3: know. I want to have, like, a platform that other artists can easily use, like, yo, join my little collective of pre-order artists.
2: Yeah. This gorilla fish. once you work it down, you know, once you get the system down, you know, it'll be on, you will be on to yeah. pop it.
3: And you get different, like, uh, you know, we can get like six or five, you know, five or six different artists, good artists, you know, good creators, and they're all using the system. And, like, it, it kind of proves the, you know, the experiment as a success, you know?
2: Yeah, proof of concept. It'd be like, look, this is real.
3: That's what, that's what I need, ultimately, is just like, okay, and then every other artist is going to be doing it. It'll be just the way people do the it. The way right?
2: things happen. Yeah. yeah,
3: and everyone can just buy their comics real easy. <laughs> it's like, yes, if I'm want, if i going to succeed and everyone else is, that's even better for the industry, so I'm not mad at it.
2: Everybody eats. Exactly. All right, Ulysses, thanks for coming on.
3: No problem. Thanks for having me again.
2: No problem, man. You know, we'll probably do it again, too. You know, we still got a whole year of conventions that I'm not going to, but you know things will happen. So.
3: Let <laughs> yeah. me you know when you're doing one of the group shows, too. I'd love to be on one of those. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I know Sean fire. we had some good conversations in person when he came up to New York. Yeah. So we could,
2: yeah. All right.
3: Chat with him again.
2: I'll think of so. something. Oh. Hey. All right, man, I'm let you have a good night. I'm about to be old and hit the hay.
3: All right, I'll talk to you later, man. All
4: right, man. Peace. Where's the Harvey got the vacation? They ain't never had the dedication. Yeah, People said we changed, but we made it. And your woman wants some more, nigga. My mama
5: calls, seen you on TV Since that shit done change. ever since we was on, I dreamed it all ever since I was young They said I won't be nothing Now they always say congratulations
4: Work so hard, forgot how to vacation They ain't never had a dedication People hate and say we change and look we made it yeah. We were jumping out of fire, yeah Hopping in some fire, yeah It was coming left laughing, yeah. Now we number one in Paris, no one, yeah no Wake up, baby, running in I can touch the sky I, I know they gon' hate what they don't know about who we they are I catch your body on anything Came from the bottom, they if I'm dripping sauce tremendously. Uh, Promise never give them sympathy. Give I me. told my mama the money coming fast, fast, fast. And it's in uh, uh, the sleeve. just always in for me. Uh, I'm turning up on them instantly. My mama calls, uh, see you on TV. Uh, say uh, shit done changed uh, ever since we was young. Uh, I dreamed it all for my city. Pernod. Put they up. said I always oh, sell drugs, but now they say congratulations. congratulations.
0: Universal. Ignorant Bliss is on iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Mixcloud. It's also part of the Taylor Network of podcasts. It is also part of Critical, the Movie Review Network, on Blog Talk Radio. Um, you can follow on. Twitter, IGBL Podcast. You can follow me at Julian Lytle, L Y T L E, on all the major social networks. Um, Ignorant Bliss is on Facebook, so follow, like, and the such. Ignorant Bliss Podcast. Uh, Please review. The show On everything you can And share it And the email for the show Is gmail.com Always check for the show notes For links To the people That's on the show Along with uh, Any other Little fact toys And Links to how to listen to the show And my Playlist for the show Also, the website for the show is ignorant-bliss.com. And peace.
1: Yo nigga, yo nigga graduation yeah. I pick up the rock and I ball, baby ball. I'm looking for someone to call, baby But right now I got a situation uh-huh. Never old been Ben Frank. Cats. Big rings, champagne. champagne My life is like a ball game, ball game. But instead, I'm in a trap, though Paso Big, call it Super Bowl Super Bowl, Super Bowl call the hoes Get in the roast yeah. Top-flow lifestyle Hacho and Post yeah. uh-huh. Malone uh-huh. I gotta play on my phone uh-huh. You know what I'm on, uh, Hunter Udina is gone, Aye.